working with a dirty dozen like Charles Bronson. Anything for them bills, Stevie Johnson. Come about my bills like Stevie Johnson. Back like I call the option. option. Money on my mind, money on my conscience. I'm all about my bills. Bill. I'm on my Stevie Johnson. Johnson. I'm about my bills like Stevie Johnson. Why so serious? Dad, What's up? Dad, didn't you hear? What's up, man? The ice cream in the buffalo. The buffalo bills got that wild card spot. Whoa. We're going to make some bills. Yeah. I won't be nothing. I always say congratulations. Watch out. What's up? Why So Serious podcast, episode 16 of this season. And we could say it before week 17. We could say it before the end of the season. We could say it before an Andy Dalton miracle. Bills Mafia, the Buffalo Bills, they're going to the playoffs. JT, Ashley, we'll hear from Stevie in a little bit. Um, guys, the Bills are going to the playoffs. It's it's happening. 10-4 and four right now. Two games left. You got a big showdown with New England on Saturday in Foxborough for the, the division, the, the AFC East is up for grabs week 16. Um, and the Bills need a little help week 17 from a familiar friend. His name is Ryan Fitzpatrick. Um, maybe he can return the favor to the Bills Mafia and the Bills organization for all those um, tough years he had here in Buffalo on the gridiron. But uh, boy, does it feel good, Ashley and JT. Uh, to, to be in the playoffs, 10-4, and four, two out of three years for McDermott and company. Heck of a um, just – this doesn't happen. It hasn't happened. And then here, here you are in 2019, soon to be 2020. The Bills are going back to the playoffs, guys. It's great. Ashley, uh, this is amazing. I was in shock the other night. I was drinking wine like nobody's business because I was nervous as hell trying to figure out like what this team was going to do. Some of these offensive things were a little questionable at times, but they got through it. They made it. And what a good feeling. I mean, I don't know if you guys cried. I definitely cried, oh, I cried. again because you, you, we're kind of younger. Like we haven't seen that whole win and in scenario. We haven't had that. So it's kind of nice to be able to just sit back for a couple weeks, hope that you can avenge these Patriots for the 20 years that they've antagonized you (laughs) and pray to God that Tom Brady is playing his last game against this football team. Wow. JT, what do you got to say about that? What are you guys crying for, man? We ain't even done anything yet. I mean, I I guess, I mean, I guess I'm old enough that I've seen, I've actually remembered three Super Bowls for Christ, man. You're like the fourth person I to cry. We just made the playoffs two years ago. Now I cried. Now I almost cried there. Okay, I almost cried there. But now you know it it was good to see this team go out there and handle business. Um, no surprise there. Like I said, after I saw the first drive and I saw Hodges, and I was telling you guys pre-show. And I saw Hodges throwing the ball where he was throwing. I'm like, this guy has the arm thing from, of, of Chet Pennington. A Duck was throwing yeah. ducks, man. Duck yeah. Lame ducks. Lame ducks. I'm like, Lame ducks. <laughs> There's no way that this team was going to leave on prime time to, to duck. I mean, I'm sorry. And if they would have, you know, I would have been really, really irritated. So, no, I, it's, it's good to see these guys came out there. They got the dub. We don't have to worry about making the playoffs the final two weeks. We know we're in. Now it's a bigger deal now, you know? 
Yeah, and, and and the one thing too, it's funny. There's been all these jokes and, and and memes and everything that I've seen over the last five or six days is just hysterical. Um, Duck Duck Goose, that that's got to be the <laughs> top one for me. Yeah. Um, the I like the, the Mario Brothers turning. Yeah, with Trey White, White holding a duck. That was that was good. I um, shout out to the Bills social media team. They're always doing a great job. But I mean, some of the stuff that came out this week was just absolutely incredible. Um, before we kind of dive in everything. Um, big shout out tonight. Uh, happy birthday to one of our own Donald Jones. I'm Ooh. not going to say his age cause that's rude. And I also don't know how old he is. Um, but <laughs> happy birthday, Don. Hope it's a good one. Um, he's celebrating with family. Um, and hopefully it's a good birthday for Donald. Um, I mean, I want to get into this game because the bills covered every single detail that they possibly could have on Sunday. They worked their butts off in practice all week. Um, They literally took plays legally out of the Steelers playbook. Renegade, for example, Uh, instant hype song for the city of Pittsburgh, for Pittsburgh Steelers fans, for the Steelers team going into the fourth quarter. And then you see the entire Bills roster going nuts on the sideline when that song comes up. (laughs) And, and, and Matt Barkley going like this with, a, with his parka. Like, I mean, guys, this game was just perfectly executed and coached and played by the entire Buffalo Bills organization. Your first Sunday night game in 12 years, you, you go out and you show out. And was the offense pretty? No. Did the Bills have ugly wins all year? Yeah. But defense wins championships, and that's what we saw on Sunday. I mean, it was just a remarkable game. And the crazy part is, like, you think about it, that's their first Sunday night football win in 19 years. And you kind of think about it, they were playing themselves. They were staring themselves in a mirror for this game. You have a great defense and an kind of offense. If you were listening to JT and I interview Arthur Motes, we talked about that wobbly offense that both these teams had. It was was rough, but I mean, you know, (laughs) they they beat the mirror image of who they are. Mm -hmm. They came out on top. And, and the one thing, too, that, that really stuck out to me was how we didn't take our foot off the gas. And granted, you couldn't in a game like this. It was close throughout. That defense has been playing lights out all season long. And they have been playing with just granite knock on wood. We've, we've been healthy pretty much other than the loss of Harrison Phillips on that side of the ball this year. Haven't really suffered too many injuries on the injury front for, for on the defensive side of the football, let alone the offensive side of the football as well. But everything's coming together. And it's something that we've been waiting for for decades. I mean, this is the earliest I, – I, I looked up this stat this week, and this is what's really funny. And I'm, I'm, we're going to go around the horn here and find out how, how old everybody was. The, the, this is the earliest the Bills clinched the playoff spot since 1991. I wasn't even born yet. I was born in 92. JT, Same here. I was not a thought yet. You were well, a, th- maybe yet. a thought by then. But... <laughs> JT, how old were you? Because you're in your 30s, right? <laughs> I was walking and talking. He was, I see, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a good feeling to sit here, guys, and be able to like reminisce and, and look back. And it's fun because obviously there was a lot of just, just bad, tumultuous seasons here in Buffalo. And now you're in week 16, you're in the playoffs, you're playing for the division on Saturday night in prime time. And it's, 
no better feeling. And and I'm gonna I'm gonna say this right now. The Bills are gonna beat the Patriots on Saturday. And we're gonna break down that game in a little bit. Stevie's gonna join us in a little bit. But the Bills are gonna beat the Pats on Saturday. I wanna get I wanna hear what you guys have to say. JT, you start here. I, I wanna just this is a winnable game for once. New England has had this division locked up at this point in the season for pretty much the last decade. And now here they are in week 16 and they got to play their hearts out to win this division on Saturday. Um, Honestly, I, I don't think this is a winnable game. I think this is a game that we should win. Oh, okay. Um, and, and I, mean, <laughs> okay. I mean, I mean, really think about it. If you go back to Tom Brady's last three games against this defense, he has done nothing. Nothing. He's done he hasn't really done much all season. No. I mean, and, and, if we call ourselves elite defense, we stopped Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. We shot the duck out the sky. Okay? <laughs> quack, we, quack. We, we, we stopped every quarterback the last five or six weeks that we played. Okay, Dak Prescott's got a lot of yards from us, but they didn't score points. Yep. So, like I said, we, we need to go in New England. Honestly, we need to punch them in the mouth. That's the key word, going there and punch them in the mouth. And I think this team is primed to do that at this point. I agree. Ashley? I agree, too. I think the way, like we talked about earlier, the way that Sean McDermott and Brandon Bean have just prepared this team and put them through the ringer and get them used to what the other team does in in their environment. I mean, it, it's a testament to their road record, which is, I believe, 6-0? Six 6-1. and 6-1, oh? six 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 yeah. Six pretty one. close to 6 and Yeah. So, I mean, that amazing road record. That's a testament to preparation. That's all preparation because you've got to account for the flight times and the hotel and this, that, and the third. You have so many extra X factors when you are on the road because when you're at home, that's your environment. You're comfortable. You get to sleep in your own bed. When you go away, you don't. And I think that's just been a huge deal for this team. And plus, I feel like they're on this little revenge tour this year. So we've revenged all the Super Bowls. I've seen this on Twitter a couple of times. We've revenged all the people we've played in the Super Bowl. We've revenged the Music City Miracle. Now it's time to revenge this 20-year thing that's been going on that we haven't been able to solve. And I I think we're going to not blow them out of the water, but we're definitely going to win. What's insulting is the fact that the Bills opened up as seven-point underdogs on Saturday. I know it's New England. I know it's in Foxborough. I know the home team automatically gets three points. But you know what? That's an insult. Another thing Robert that's an insult. having a trouble getting past 200 passing yards. I know. I mean, come on. He, he struggled in that first half against Cincinnati. I, I thought Cincinnati was going to win that game for a second. And then obviously we, we saw what happened in the second half of that game. It was all New England, including their defense stepping up and playing another great game. I mean, this game Saturday is going to be—it's going to be a defensive battle. I think Josh Allen edges past Tom Brady in this game and has a better stat or better game stats-wise. I don't think he's going to have three three interceptions like he did Week Four. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, this is going to be a game. If you win, yeah, you're you're hearing the national media now be all about Buffalo and be all on like the hype train here for this city. And, and we're still not getting enough credit. We're going to get to that enough credit part in a little bit. But, you know, you know, we're not getting that credit yet. But, you know, if you win Saturday, you know for damn sure the national media is going to be all over this team. And I know they keep saying, let's fly under the radar, let's fly under the radar, let's sleep it under the rug. No, let's get that attention. Let's get that attention we deserve. Show out, show out, and, and just beat this team. Beat this team that you, you, you have not really been able to beat for 20 God damn years. <laughs> Enough credit, though, um, to my point. Pro Bowl. That came uh, an hour ago, maybe two hours ago. Baltimore had 12 Pro Bowlers. 
New England had three Pro Bowlers. Buffalo Bills, a team that hung with the Baltimore Ravens, a team that nearly beat New England if it wasn't for a blocked punt return for a touchdown. One Pro Bowler, Tredavious White. Congratulations to him. It's his first Pro Bowl. Whoop-de-doo. Congrats, Trey. But you know what? It doesn't even matter, the one Pro Bowl thing, the one Pro Bowler thing, because we're not going to need that Pro Bowl because we're going to be prepping for the Super Bowl the following week. Bold statement, I know, but I want to hear what you guys have to say about this Pro Bowl snub. Um, Obviously, there's a few guys to talk about. Frank Gore, fourth alternate. Devin Singletary, not even listed. John Brown, fourth alternate. He's going to have 1,000 yards receiving this year. He's like 30, 40 yards shy. No, he has has it already. Does he have it? 1,007. Okay, I thought he was still a little bit shy. John Brown, 1,000-yard receiver for the first time in a Bills uniform since Stevie Johnson. And fourth alternate. It's a joke. I'm honestly, though, I do have to say I'm impressed that we do have eight alternates. I mean, that is a huge improvement from what we've had in the past. I mean, we had two, was it last year? was Lorenzo and Uh, Kyle. Kyle, Kyle, yes. Lorenzo and Kyle. So, I mean, to have eight alternate players, which if the Bills do not go, trust me, I would love to see them go. But if they don't, and if the Ravens do like everybody thinks they will, I'm sure we'll see a bunch of more Buffalo Bills in there. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I'm not worried about it. We'll, there'll be more to go. Uh, you know, the only one I'm really upset about is really John Brown. Yeah. Um, That's aggravated. You know, John Brown led the league in receiver, was in the top four or five in receiving an entire NFL for the majority of the season. I don't know where he's at now because I know he had a couple of down weeks here. But he's over 1,000 yards. He has two games left, and it's, and it's, it's actually – not far-fetched that he'll end the season with 1,200 yards receiving. Mm-hmm. And that's Pro Bowl worthy. Now, I know a lot of people make the case yeah. for Jordan Phillips. And I know I, this is not going to be a popular opinion. But it is what it is. I got to say what I got to say on it. <laughs> Jordan Phillips has been inconsistent this year. Now, mind you, yes, I know he has the nine sacks. But he got three in Tennessee. He got two. Was it two Two the other week he got two? He had two mm. and he had what one this week? Yeah, like one and one. Yeah, two this week. So there's been like he three games two. where he's really racked up sacks, and a lot of those sacks have been caused by Shaq Lawson. <laughs> yeah, they've been they've been they, they've been cleanup sacks. So the only one that I was <clears> really <throat> really upset about was John Brown, and, and there was two and um maybe Quentin Spain and John Feliciano. I thought they deserved a uh, serious consideration for the way our office our, our Russian attack has been this year. Yeah, and one thing I wanted to point out, and a viewer pointed it out too, uh. Phillips, he, he leads all defensive tackles and sacks this year. Um, so I think that's why some people are upset. I do agree, though, um, and this is going to be something in the offseason that fans have to talk about, is you got Shaq Lawson and Jordan Phillips looking to get paid next this, this coming offseason. Who are you going to give it to? I say give it to Shaq Lawson. He's having the best season of his career, and he was this highly talked about guy coming out of college, and it looks like he's finally coming into his home. So I think you give the money to him. Um, if you, if you have to pick between both of them, obviously right. there's a lot of cap space, but it's so hard to pick between the two because I think you also want to stick with Shaq Lawson because he was drafted to this team. We got Jordan Phillips, who we picked up, who's been a great pickup, but I just think he's going to want too much money. I, I think the thing though, too, with Jordan Phillips is the only thing. And if you go far with this team this year, this is an option. I, I, he he constantly says how much he loves it here. I think you can get him at a discount. Not Just a big discount, but a discount. Right. The other day, he he popped right into Brandon Bean's um, yeah. scrum with the media, 
and was complimenting him saying what a great job he's done here. And I think that, that, you know, is a testament to your point, Mike, it just, he loves it here and he loves what Brandon Bean has done. Yeah. And he, he loves his brother. This team is like a brotherhood. It the, is. the culture, as much as they preach culture, that's what is in that locker room. They love each other. They want to fight for each other. They want to play for each other. So I really think that they want to stay together. And I think you're right. Maybe he will. And I, I, I want to correct, make a correction really quick. Uh, John Brown first since Sammy Watkins in 2015 in a Bills uniform. Yeah. Stevie's the second guy. So Sammy was the first guy since Stevie. Um, but I mean, it, it's like, like what you said, this team loves each other. This team wants to play for each other. And that's really good to see now because for, for years, that wasn't the case. And you, you would see head coaches flying out of here after a year or two. Um, you had the Rex project, you had Chan Gailey here for two or three years, trying to facilitate this offense that he had this, this huge belief in you have Doug Whaley, who, who just tore apart this team. And then you had two guys and Brandon Bean and Sean McDermott that came in here and they had an idea and they went for it and they made it come true. And it's awesome. JT smiling. I got to hear what JT. Uh, you just said Doug Whaley tore this team apart, man. And, 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 I, I don't like I, – I wasn't a Doug Whaley guy, but you know what? Doug Whaley and Buddy Nix. He did a couple Nicks good was, things, but that cap space was a nightmare to get rid of those nightmare. bad contracts. But, but we have to remember, he did not give out contracts. Jim Overdorf. Really? Were over True. all contracts, and all contracts didn't go through Doug Whaley. They went through Brandon Bean, who Doug Whaley had the answer to. He didn't even have the power that Brandon Bean has. Hell, to the truth, be honest, Sean McDermott got came here as a head coach, and that was the only head coach that Doug Whaley got to choose. Thank God he chose Sean McDermott. Sean McDermott yeah. had more power. Yeah. So it, it's just mm -hmm. it, there's just a lot of misconceptions when it comes to Doug Whaley and his job. And honestly, it's not his fault. It's not the Pagula's fault either because the Pagula's didn't hire him when he came, when he came here. He was incumbent. So, no, um, back to Jordan Phillips, you know, the thing is, you have to ask this about Jordan Phillips when you really want to talk about his contract next year. Do we think that he's going to have another season like this? And It's tough. And you have to ask Jordan Phillips, does Jordan Phillips think he's going to have another nine, hat, nine and a half sack season? Because if not, he has to take the biggest pay that he can get because it may gonna, not come yeah. back around. Mm -hmm. I mean, here's the thing. I think you can. I think you can. You can get Jordan Phillips at how I said a discount price. I think you can get him at five million dollars a year, maybe. That's fair. I would give him five million. That's fair. I wouldn't yeah. give him more than five. I would give Shaq maybe after this season. I would give Shaq eight or nine a year, if not maybe a little more. I don't want to break the bank on Shaq Lawson, but these guys, I, I it's a it's a business. They're still going to want to get a paycheck, um, and. It is what it is. I want to take a quick second here. Uh, Twitter handle, why so serious pod, Instagram, why so serious underscore podcast. And because the bills are in the playoffs, we're all in a good mood. Um, we're going to give out a shirt tonight. I want to see uh, the 29th person to comment go bills on this thread. It gets a t-shirt. We'll get your address. Um, we'll send it out to you. I sent two in the mail today. Um, so 29th person go bills. I'm watching it right now. Um, <clears throat> you get a why so serious podcast t-shirt brought to you by 26 shirts made by 26 shirts. And damn, they're really comfortable. Um, I want to get wearing one right now. Ashley wears one every single week. I do. If you guys notice, <laughs> this is, this is a throwback one. This is the wall. So this is the pink Floyd with all the guys who are on our wall of fame. Well, there we go. Pretty dope. Um, 
Delsh so that is cool. Delsh really high. Shepard's the first one. Go Bills. <laughs> All right, they're coming in. They're coming in. That's good. Um, so one thing I want. Wow, this that's good for you guys. You guys really want a T-shirt. Um, so I want to get into this game. Um, we talked about it. It's the Bills played a perfect game on Sunday night. They really, really did. Um, this, I think the one thing that aggravated me, I tweeted it out on the podcast account. It had me, it was driving me absolutely crazy pro football focus this week, last, well, last week now posted an article that said Duck Hodges was the better quarterback in this game Sunday night. (laughs) Um, I'm sorry. Duck Hodges had not one, not two, not three, (laughs) four interceptions in that game. Um, looked awful. Guy was throwing literally ducks in the air, and the Bills were just going up and catching them like it was a damn game at Dave and Buster's. <laughs> that game, what the Bills played a perfect game. Their defense was lights out. Their offense did what they had to do. Tyler Croft saved his, his biggest play as a Bill for probably the most important uh, spot in, in, in his tenure here in Buffalo. Um, and, and now uh, you have a shot at the division. You have a shot at a first-round bye. Um, these are two things that we're not accustomed to saying as Bills fans. We haven't been accustomed to saying these since JT was probably seven years old running around in a Jim Kelly jersey. One seven, but I wasn't. Maybe eight. Still, I don't know. I'm just I'm figuring his speech. I don't know. He's adding. He's, so much offense to your age Yeah, right yeah. He just, you know, I'm just a jab of the age. He's just adding on years, like seven with Jim Kelly. Like, Christ, man. Woo. We don't know. How we, I, I don't know how JT is. I, know, I, I have an idea, but I don't know. But no, but I, I mean, it's, it's, it's great. It's great. You can tell how, and how excited we are and good moods we're in. Uh, I was talking to Stevie this week, Stevie's pumped. Um, Stevie, actually, he's going to be going to, uh, for the playoff game, first round, he will be in Colorado with the Colorado Bills backers. I believe that's in Denver um, for the playoff game. We'll be watching the game with them. And then all of us, including Don and Stevie and Will, we will be going to Orlando for the Pro Bowl, uh, Pro Bowl weekend. <laughs> Bills backers Orlando have a great setup for us. Um, we're super excited for that um, and to the showcase this brand a little bit more and, and, and give the fans what they want. Obviously, Stevie and Don are two fan favorites. They're guys that their their names are known here in Buffalo and that they're they're well known. They're well represented, and we're bringing this tour to Orlando uh, the weekend of the twenty sixth. Um, the game's the twenty sixth. Um, again, I hope no bills are playing on that game, but, um, <laughs> at least we'll get Bruce Smith. Well, yeah, exactly. So it's, it's going to be, it's going to be a fun weekend. It's going to be a fun weekend. Bill's alumni are going to be more bills. Legends and alumni are going to be there. Um, other than just Stevie and Donald, it's going to be a great time. Um, I'm excited for it. I missed out on, um, Miami. So I'm very excited to get down to Orlando with you guys and who knows, maybe we'll even be representing, um, at the playoff game in a couple weeks, depending on where it is. Right now, the Bills are set to play in Houston. That could change based on whoever wins that division. I think it's going to be Houston. Um, yeah. But who knows? Crazier things have happened. That game could be here in Buffalo. I'll be impressed if the Titans beat the Saints this week. I will, too. I, I think Tennessee has a good team. Ryan Tannehill did not look good in the first half. He looked pretty darn good in the second half. I needed him to play well in the second half. He was my fantasy quarterback. I am in the finals of my one league. There you um, go. Needed him to play well. Um, also, shout out to Ezekiel Elliott. He got me 32 points this week, and I really needed that. 
Um, anyway, sidetrack. Um, let's get back to business here. Big game Saturday in Foxborough. It's the Bills and the Patriots, 4.30 kickoff, prime time. Mike Tirico, Kurt Warner on the call. Tirico? Um, Kurt? Yeah, okay. Tirico. It, 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 I mean, look, like, I mean, we're like, uh, we're not, look like I said, we're, we're not accustomed to this. It, it's going to be good. Tirico, wow. It's, it's gonna, we get Tirico, we get Kurt Warner. Uh, the sideline, guess who the sideline guy is? Who? Peter Schrager from Good Morning Football. Ooh, wow. I think he's sideline. Kurt might be, I don't know if him and Kurt swap. Um, but I'm pretty sure Schrager's on the sidelines. I, I know he's part of the broadcast group. I just don't know what his role is. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's, it's, it's going to be a great game. I, I, like I said, I think the bills are going to win. Obviously they have a lot to do. One guy you got to stop is Tom Brady. Um, and Stevie's going to break down how you stop Tom Brady. You just got to do what Stevie says here. Um, <laughs> and that's really it. So listen to Stevie. What's up? My three keys to victory this week is one, getting our role players actively involved, getting their confidence down for, you know, our, our playoff push will be huge for us. Um, number two, I would say packages for Taron Johnson on defense, because that'll be that'll be something crazy. We got we got a great defensive back group. Our D line is awesome. Our linebackers are sick with it. Um, I think we add that that package with Taron where he can blitz cover you know, be that honey badger for us. Um, I think that'd be huge for us in the playoffs also and, and in the future. Uh, number three, the defensive line has showed this all, all year. HBHF, they handling biz and having fun with it, you know? So number three will be having fun. Um, and we put them things together and I think we'll be cool and uh, for, for this week and, but even better for our playoff push in a few weeks. Peace. It's simple. When New England scores, you got to score. And when you get a stop, you got to score. It's that simple. You got it. You got to You got to play with these dogs. I know you can. I, this is not the best Patriots team they've had in the last 20 years. This is a vulnerable team who is, I don't want to say falling apart because they just beat the Bengals 31 to 13. But this team is, in the last 15 years, this is probably the worst team they've had in the football field. And that's crazy to say because their defense is insane. Uh, yeah. But defense their offense can't do anything. Like number, number one in everything. So yeah. we got to keep an eye out on that. I mean, I'm not going to – it's not going to be an easy task. It's not. it's not. I don't think it's a David and Goliath situation anymore, but it's definitely, you know, we got – we can't just take the win before Saturday. We no. got We got to get in there and do some work. You gotta get in there. You gotta, you gotta put up and show out. And you know, I've been saying it all week. We want the smoke. We want the smoke. Keep flying under that damn radar. Go for it. I mean, this is a game that you, like I said about ten minutes ago, this is a game where you can not only keep shocking the world, but you can get that media attention that you so so much deserve. And week sixteen, you're sitting here at ten and four, and you're not getting anything that you should. Um, the lack of the media attention around this team is just astonishing. And it just goes to show what small market football is in this league. I mean, Buffalo's obviously it's a small market. Um, and it just goes to show that you're still going to hear about the New York giants and being what three and three and 10, three and 11. Yeah. And it's crazy. Well, you know, once as Josh Allen grows, 
And as he starts to put up more numbers, and he's put up pretty good numbers, and at the end of the year, people who didn't know about Josh Allen will look at numbers like, oh, wow, this kid actually put some really good stats on the board. Mm-hmm. The more he grows, the more our media attention will grow. Yeah, Attention grows with quarterbacks, good or bad or happy or sad. doesn't matter. And he'll, he'll get to that point, and this market will get to this point too. But it's going to take a little time before we get respect. Like we, have to, we have to put it together back-to-back years because now that we went 6-10 and last year, and obviously we knew what it was as fans. You had to rebuild the right way. Yeah. Everybody caught the 97-year of flu, especially with the Bengals' last play and things like that. So yeah. I, I get it. I get it. I, I don't even want that attention. That's cool. <laughs> keep, keep your primetime games. Keep, keep keep your star reported. I, I don't even want it. It's good. We you know I'm like we like Green Bay. You know? True. We are gonna get the primetime games though next year. I mean that's no oh, yeah. doubt in my mind. And I'm hoping don't... for at least four or five. Five. I'm, after... I'm gonna say three. Four or five is a lot for yeah. Here's the thing though, like the TV ratings. Did you see them from this week? Because for Sunday Night Football, they were the highest since the Bills' last game. It was the it was the number one rated game on NBC. It was the number one rated event on NBC for the entire week. Yeah, um, that goes is- to show like this team, whether they the networks want to admit it or not, we're getting the ratings. We're bringing yeah. them money. <laughs> You're right. We are, and uh, we are 15 comments right now, guys. So 14 more. Uh, 29 get you a T-shirt. So start commenting. 15, 14 away. Halfway there, guys. Um, no, but I mean, this, this team is going to get that attention they deserve next year. I'm going to say three. I'm, I think they'll get a Monday night game. They'll get a Sunday night game. Um, and I think they'll get that. Oh, so coveted Thursday night game. That's a mandatory, right? No, we didn't get one this year. No, it's not mandatory, it used to be mandatory. unless you don't have any other primetime games. You okay. have to have Thursday night. Okay. It, it used to be mandatory. And then they kind of got rid of it. Um, they got rid of that rule. Uh, Leroy is number 16. Shout out Leroy Winslow, 16 and 17. Can I throw in a fun little comment, though? Yeah, I go. really appreciated Dion Dawkins saying, um, you already know University. That was and great. Trey White Goalie Academy. That made my night. Yeah. That was awesome. <laughs> that, that just goes to show how much fun this team is having. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was, I was rolling for like five minutes laughing after Trey White because that's all I wanted to see him say. Was that. I, I'm shocked though, too, because he reps LSU hard, especially with LSU in the playoff now. And being number one, I yeah. thought he might just stick with LSU, but no, I think he really just loves this team and loves this town he and does. wanted to wanted to roll with his goalie academy. <laughs> it's funny, too, because a lot like last year, I remember a lot of people saying we're going to lose Trey White. Uh, it's free agency when he's up and and i don't think so anymore i I think trey white is is here to stay i i think we keep him but i know behind the scenes why people thought that and it's his it's it's his representation and not this reputation but he has a great he has a great um a great uh agent Mm -hmm. what his agent prefers his players to play in bigger markets yeah so but i i think when the time comes winning brings bigger markets like i said you can't tell me. You can't tell me from the media standpoint that Green Bay isn't a big market technically now. It's not. It's so not. It's, it's not. But it is because you have Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, it's true. But how much longer are you gonna have Aaron Rodgers for? Well, that's but that's the point. I'm, I'm making it the point for Buffalo. Oh New, yeah, yeah, yeah. New England was never a huge market. They didn't even no. They, they didn't even absolutely have, not. They had to become New England because they couldn't even pick a. They couldn't even get a market. That's why they're New mm-hmm. England. They have to add like five states to get a fan base. 
They yeah. were Boston Patriots <laughs> before that, right? Tom Brady mm-hmm. comes in. He went. They went for 15 years. Now they're technically a big market. They have primetime games. They have a nice stadium. Buffalo will be the same. It takes time. Buffalo. I, I think Buffalo this year is next year. Sorry, next year. Um, and if they don't get the attention they deserve next year, then I am just at a loss for words because you can't you can't not give a 10 win team from the season before um, less than two primetime games. You, you just you just can't. I mean, they, this team will win at least 11 games this year. I'm going to say go on record. They're going to beat the Jets week 17. I sure hope so. Even if I it's sure the backups so at that point. <laughs> I mean, it, it could, it could be the backups. It could be an absolute mess, but we've seen Matt Barkley play and Matt Barkley might be the most serviceable quarterback as a backup in the NFL. Absolutely. Um, I mean, we saw what he did last year against the Jets in New York in, in New Jersey. Sorry. I, I, one, one New York team as Josh says. <laughs> Uh, but we saw what Matt Barkley did last year in New York, in New Jersey and put up 40 points on the board, 39 points. I think it was um, that uh, this is a team that is a force to be reckoned with. Everyone's saying it. You don't want to play Buffalo in the playoffs and <clears throat> how sweet would it be guys? If it is, it has a shot of being this. What if it was Bill's Pats in the divisional round for a shot to go to the AFC title game, you got a shot to put those boys away that have just given you nightmares and misery for the last two decades, for 20 years. And and now you get to maybe shut them up, shove it down their throat and, and move on to your first AFC title games since the glory yeah. years. That'd be, I'm just focused on winning a playoff game first. Yeah. That would be amazing. Trust me. It would but be amazing. <laughs> if this team could just win a playoff game, man, that's, that's all I want. I think the last time they did, I was like one. Yeah, I was. I yeah, we were. Yeah, we were one. I was. I was. I was running around like with arms the size of my fist, and my head was the size of my nose, and I was probably pooping my diaper, pooping in my diaper. Exactly. Um, Like it's. It's been such a long time. Like I can't even imagine this team or this town. If the Bills win a playoff game, we won't even like. If no matter how far they go. This town is going to be so support. I think we're going to be disappointed if they lose in the first round, yeah. obviously. But if they win that first playoff game, like, whew, we might bring yeah. the city down then. Shoot. I don't know. Burn down. <laughs> I will say, I, while we're on the topic of hype, I don't know if we played uh, these videos yet. Uh, Bill's backers, New York City. Um, I, I saw some videos on Twitter from, like, the Bills always have promo videos, obviously, with, like, their fans and everybody getting excited. An unbelievable atmosphere. There, there's like a thousand people in this bar, rooting for the Bills, screaming. They have confetti flying out of the sky. They have things. It's it was like scary. It sounds like a gun, and it blows out like party streamers and confetti. They have a fog machine. Uh, they they play the shout song every time. It was like it's insane. Uh, Bills back. The Bills fans. The Bills mafia is just so ready for this and they've been waiting for it for so long. You saw it in Pittsburgh with the tailgates and people going through tables, even though we don't endorse that. Um, it's you, you, it, the fans are just so ready to just grasp something. They're ripe. They're right. It's like, it's, it's like this. It's like a fan is these fans are just ready to just go grab anything. And they're right there for the taking now. Uh, these games are right there. You can go beat the Patriots on Saturday. Uh, 
second back-to-back primetime games. You could shut this organization up. You could shut up New England. You could shut up Robert Kraft. Robert Kraft will probably be so upset if he loses this game Saturday that Brady has to play week 17 to win the division. He'll probably end up at a massage parlor Saturday night. Uh, he'll fly away oh, in his God. helicopter that ruins the ECC football field also. <laughs> I was so mad at that. We watched it. He, he, we so did I. And a bunch of us that tailgate and hammers lot, we got to see his helicopter yep. fly away. And then you see like the turf just coming up as yep. the, air, the helicopter is flying away. It was terrible. And yeah. he didn't even care probably. Yeah, he's, he's, uh, he probably doesn't <laughs> care. Funny. He probably threw, he probably threw like 50 grand down on the field and said, here, fix your turf. Oh my grass. No, I, I don't even know what's happening. That's that something he field. would do though. I, I, I got a quick st- Robert Kraft story for you. So Robert Kraft, before Gillette Stadium was built, and obviously I live in this area, Connecticut, the Patriots were moving there. He, he was leveraging Massachusetts to get him to stadium. He he bought. He decided that he was going to move the team to Hartford, Connecticut, the capital okay. city of Connecticut, right? Uh-huh. Connecticut cleared out the land for him and everything. It was a big plant, apartment building, all type of stuff on this land. They knocked everything down. That stays in Foxborough to this day. Oh my God! Yeah, so that just goes to say, you know, that they've been they've been grimy since the beginning. Yeah, you know, they still can't stop cheating. So, yeah, that audio story was for another wild. Day. That audio was, oh, dude, I'll just delete it, man. No worries. Like what? No harm, no foul. Um, the damage is already done. Yeah, that was that. I laughed at that. You can't bring a mask and a gun into the bank that you're gonna rob and say, you know what? Never mind. Never I'll just mind. walk out of here now. You know, I'm just going to hold up the gun but not pull the trigger, and you're still going to give me 50 grand, and I'm going to run out the door. But I didn't shoot you, so it's okay. That's basically <laughs> what the Patriots did. Yep. Um, that that the audio, if you guys haven't seen it, Jay, Jay Glazer leaked it. Um, on Fox. On Fox Sunday during the pregame. and mm-hmm. uh, Or at some point this weekend during one of Fox's sports shows or football shows. It, it, it's unbelievable. You have to go look it up. Jay Terrible. Glazer's on Twitter. Terrible. Um, it, it's disgusting. And honestly, like I wouldn't be surprised. They they should just take away their postseason eligibility at this point. I'm not just saying it as a I fan of the Buffalo week. Bills. I'm saying it for the integrity of the NFL. I said this last week. Uh, they wouldn't though. I mean, they, no, they would never do. Never that. in a million years. <laughs> they would never do it. If they if they did, whoa, one. But two, like, I wish it could happen, but never. Um, I still need nine more Go Bills comments, guys. Nine more. We're at twenty. Nine more. The ninth one gets a free Why So Serious podcast T-shirt. Um, Stephen Griffin uh, taking words out of my mouth here. We have the chance to shock the world this weekend. Go Bills! Oh, that's actually twenty-one. Okay, Stephen, I'll give you twenty-two. You got twenty-two here. Seven more, guys. Seven more. Uh, Doug Flutie. Doug Flutie. The Flutie Flakes are back. Hey, I, I, hey, I need you to get me a couple boxes too. I can snag you. I'm going to go get some this week. Yeah, snag, snag me five. I'm going to eat three, and I'm going to save two. <laughs> Do they actually taste good? Uh, I, I, As a kid, I, I remember Oreo. them being stale at points in time, but it didn't matter because it was fluid and he was cool, and I remember just watching Right. Them. Like, my grandma had them for years and years, and we had the box. I mean, obviously, we never tasted them after, you know, five, six yeah. years, but. <laughs> I was shocked, actually, because they did the, the Bills posted an interview with Doug Flutie on Instagram or Facebook. I forget where I saw it this week. And um, I, I was laughing because he was saying that he has not been in Buffalo in like a decade. And this is like his first game he was actually attending in like a super long time. 
I, I thought that was kind of crazy. Um, I, I know he's busy. He's got his whole uh, broadcasting career thing, and he's got obviously a family. Um, but it was um, very interesting that he um, like that wasn't there. I, I just I, I don't know. I thought that was a weird little tidbit, but I guess I yeah. I wonder if he took it to heart in the Music City Miracle when he got benched for Rob Johnson. I don't, oh, I don't know. Maybe that. Yeah. Yeah, he took it to heart. Yeah, I, I would have taken it to heart. Oh yeah, yeah, a hundred percent, absolutely. But I forgot about Rob Johnson, Cal, SoCal. Uh, maybe we, maybe we, they go at the West Coast. Maybe we'll invite him on the Wise Series podcast out there, the West Coast. Rob Johnson, probably find him yeah. surfing somewhere out there. You know what's funny? I went to I went to high school with this. This is a way off topic here, but I went to high school with this kid named Rob Johnson, and he did like this insane, embarrassing like Wookie call, and I was laughing. I just always associated him with. Rob Johnson, the Bills quarterback, which is fine. Weird. This kid was like weird. We're gonna get the same name. We're, we're yeah. gonna get. We're gonna get sued. <laughs> yep. <laughs> we're gonna get sued. Here we go. Hopefully, Rob Johnson is not listening. The Wookie Rob Johnson. <laughs> yeah. If he is, I'm oh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, he's a great kid. It was just the Wookie call was just so <laughs> memorable. Memorable. Yes. There's. Yes. Memorable. Thank you, Ashley. You know what else You're is welcome. memorable? Got you. <laughs> you know what else is memorable? The Bills beating the Patriots in Foxborough on Saturday. And I think it's going to happen. I think we're going to get to our three keys to the game, brought to you by 26 shirts in a little bit. But I, 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 it's just – I think you have to just put what happened earlier in the year against them to the side and shut out the, the media that is following you. Don't take this hype that you're in the playoffs and the season's over. It's not over. you still got two more games, two very winnable games at this point in the year. Um, I think that if you're a Bills fan and you're the Buffalo Bills organization as a whole, you go to you go to Foxborough, you go into New England, and, and you just shut out all the noise. Shut it out. Play your style of football. You did that this weekend in New England, or in in Pittsburgh. You've done that for the last four or five weeks, and you played a phenomenal game against Baltimore that you could have won. You beat Dallas at Dallas, and Dallas, mind you, looked phenomenal on Sunday. They look like a team Sunday. I'm not going to say this is going to happen, but Sunday they looked like a team that can go out and win the NFC. It won't happen probably, but they looked like a good football team Sunday for once. That's going to be a good game on Sunday for the, for the division NFC East Dallas and Philly. Um, but <laughs> get dragged to the finish line. It, exactly. It will. <laughs> but Hey, I mean, if Dallas plays like they did this week, I mean, that's a, that's a, I think that's a win for Dallas. They're really trying to save Jason Garrett. This is a late push, but he, they're, he's they're trying. He's gone. He's, he's gone. gone. I was going to say, he's got to be at this point. If you have that much talent on a roster and you can't put it together. Well, here's the thing though. All this, why would you even want to, his contracts up a after this right. season, but why the hell would he even want to stay there if he's getting all this bad attention? Well, I that's mean, the thing. it's that's a job, obviously. Yeah. But that's the thing. Jerry's not going to fire him. He's just not going to resign, resign him. So it's going to sound better. Yeah. Oh, oh yep. It's yeah. Sound better. No, I agree. Um, we're going to get to our three keys of the game in a few minutes here. Um, big game Saturday. We're guys. still getting go bills, man. Are you counting? I think we're like, yeah, I think we're at the last, I think we're at the last one. I know what the last one was. Clayton Garrett. What's a Wookiee. I do not even want to. Clayton, Clayton's like 15. Don't worry about him. <laughs> Clayton's Aww. a good dude. I like Clayton. Uh, I cannot do um, math right anyway. now. 
it's like it's weird it's like it's it's like it's it's i don't know it's don't i'm just not even gonna try it i don't even want to attempt it here we go i'm gonna count these really quick uh jt lead the lead the crowd you and ashley chat about this game saturday while i try to count these go bills comments all right, Ash, you want to go with ladies first? You want to go with your three keys? Ooh. Oh, yeah. All right. I'll give you my three keys. I actually have a bonus key this week also. So my first key, I have been preaching this for weeks, and they still haven't done it. Please, would you just score in the first quarter? Get it out of the way. Stop leaving points on the board. It's driving me insane. Score in the first quarter. Second key, minimize the drops. The Bills are now second in the league behind the Miami Dolphins and drop passes with 22 on the season. The Dolphins have 26. No offense. These receivers need to get it together. It might be Josh Allen's fault sometimes. It might be their fault sometimes. We don't know, but figure it out and stop dropping the ball because when you stop dropping the ball, you will score those points that you have left on the board in the first quarter. And third, defense. Frustrate Tom Brady. This man is not shy about expressing his emotion when he is frustrated. You see him with his head down on the field, sitting when he misses a pass or this, that, and the third when they're down. Frustrate him, get him to that point, and I don't think that he'll come back from it. I think he's just so downtrodden and beaten down to this point because he's so old and he just needs to go. Uh, Bonus key, uh, do this. This is the bonus key of the week. Do this for the rest of the NFL and to avenge the last 20 years. It's time to dethrone Brady and have the Bills finally, finally prove that they are worthy of taking over the AFC East. All right. All right. How do you um, how do you follow that up? I know she to do a bonus key in there. I mean, God. Sorry, the bonus key. I mean, we're only sponsored in three way. here. I mean, we might we won't do ladies first again. That's it. That, uh, <laughs> oh damn. That's, that's a tough act to follow. Um okay. One, stop the screen passes. We know the Patriots are going to run at least four or five screen passes. Don't let them get big chunks of yards on those screen passes. So that's key number one. Key number two, put Brady in the ground. Put him in the ground. Shut this receiving core down because none of these receivers are elite. You have no elite receivers on that side anymore. Our corners should be able to man up and lock them completely down. And I'd say uh, three, yeah, let's, let's score often and early. We got to score often and early. And, I mean, that's just it. We're here from Stevie after me. Stevie's three keys are simple, I'll tell you that. Um, one, Dan Gambino won the T-shirt. Our, our, guy, our guy from Code Sox, Dan Gambino. Um, it's funny because he even responded saying, go Bills, LOL. So it's like he knew. I feel bad, though, man. Leroy went in. Leroy was battling. He was like, I might just, you know what, Leroy, give me your address too. I'll send you one because you know what? Like, that was a battle. <laughs> Dan knew <laughs> it too. Dan it. literally goes, go Bills, LOL. So, Leroy, Dan, send me your addresses. Um, we'll get a shirt over to you guys. All right. Um, hope you Congrats. guys are large. Congrats. Um, so, uh, Stephen Griffin, he's been following us this whole show. He had – uh, a key attack Brady and put the pressure on him offense score 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 the third do not leave the game in the ref's hands I kind of like oh, that yeah believe that yeah that's a good one so uh, a Stephen Griffin uh three keys to the game brought to you by 26 shirts Dan oh Dan is such a nice guy Dan is giving mud dog Leroy his shirt 
Aw. What a guy. What a good guy, Dan. We love you, Dan. Dan Gambino (laughs) is gifting his shirt to Leroy. Um, What a... The friendships are getting formed. I thought that was vodka. No, this is definitely <laughs> a, just a really large bottle of uh, smart water. I'm about to say, still celebrating. Okay. Liter and uh, a half. Oh, God, no. No, no, no. The well, wine was enough. Oof. Love a good glass of vino. <laughs> vino, vino, this, you know, it's, you age like fine wine, they say. Uh, all right. My three keys to the game. One, run the ball. We saw that you could potentially run the ball against this team. Week four, we've seen it with other teams throughout the season. Um, I think if you run the football and, and keep Singletary out there, Singletary does have to protect the ball a little bit more. We we yeah, seen him being prone yeah. to fumbling this year a little bit. Um, obviously, he had the fumble this week that um, ended up – the Pittsburghs were a touchdown on that drive, I believe. Um, mm-hmm. I think, right? I believe so, yeah. I could be wrong. Don't quote me on it. I think I am correct, though. But no, run the football. Yeah. Run the football and, and see what happens. And if it doesn't work, then you figure it out. Two, um, and I said this in week four. I wish we could flash back to it. Josh, Allen, our savior, don't let the hype of this game and, and and everything surrounding this game and what could happen after this game affect how you play on Saturday afternoon. This is now your third primetime game in four weeks. You know what the stage is like. We've seen Josh play in primetime. Josh is 2-0 and in primetime football games this year, guys. 2-0. and Dallas and Pittsburgh, both on the road. Number three is going to be on the road. Third time's the charm, I think, guys. The Bills are going to beat New England on Saturday, and it's going to be because of Josh Allen controlling this football game. Josh needs to control it, and you got to score, like JT said. You got to score, if, and it, it's that simple. But you don't have to put a ton of points up against this team because I, they're not going to score a lot. I'm going to say final score in this game 21 14 Bills. Good. Low scoring. My third I like key. that. It's going to be a low scoring game. I don't see many field goals in this game. Maybe there is. You know what? There's a field goal. My, you know, these predictions never work out anyway. Anyway, that's why we don't really tend to do them. Uh, third key to the game is defense. Keep it up. Keep up the good work. You're you're having a, a record-breaking season this year here in Buffalo. This is probably the best defense that we've seen on the football field since Jim Schwartz was at the helm of the defense five, six years ago. I mean, that, that team had 50-something sacks in yeah. one season. I think yeah. it was 56 sacks. Yeah. And, and I mean, that was in, in one year that you didn't go to, I think it was seven and nine or six and 10 that year too. Yeah. The, for uh, for me, this is the best since Ted Cottrell. Oh, e- easily. Yeah. This is the best. This is definitely the best from Ted Cottrell. This, it's more, Swartz defense was good and it was power, but this one, this one is extremely consistent. Yeah. It yeah. is. It, every, and it's like the thing is, and I was watching somebody break this, this team down on Twitter, the, the, the defense specifically down on Twitter this week. And when you watch a defensive package for this team, it looks like it could be a 5-3 or a 5-4 or a 4-3. And all of a sudden, it evolves into something else, and it doesn't even look like anything that's, like, really written down on paper. This team has so many different disguises on defense that people really don't know what to anticipate. We, we saw that week four with Tom Brady. 
we we saw that in Dallas. We saw that in Buffalo when Lamar Jackson came to town and Lamar Jackson couldn't run the ball. Look what Lamar Jackson did against the Jets last week. Another decent defense, might I add. Lamar Jackson killed it and broke Mike Vick's rushing record in the end. Well, uh, the other thing is you got like five, di- like so many different people. Everybody's making plays out there. Yeah. Got Trey White with picks, Levi Wallace, Jordan Poyer, Jordan Phillips with two sacks, Trent Murphy with the forced fumble. You've got all these guys, like Starla Tula yeah. in the last game making a play. Like everybody is a playmaker. Yeah. And Trent Murphy, I, I like that you said his name there. He's having a pretty good year. Solid. Solid, solid year yeah. for a guy that we kind of just picked up. Maybe a lot of us maybe hoped that he would flourish into the player that he's becoming. Um, I mean, Trent Murphy's having a solid year here in Buffalo. Um, the Bills have a chance to become seven and one on the road, which is unheard of. Six and one for the first time on the road since 1964, which is again just unheard of. Um, you have a chance to go win seven road games, and you could potentially finish the season at home at four and four. Um, this team shines in the spotlight, as we've seen the last few weeks. They've made this style of football their own and they're owning it and now it's time to go out there show the national media show show the world what you're made of again in prime time this is their time um to to win a football game and i think they're going to beat the patriots on saturday i'm very confident in them um let's hear from stevie i know stevie's a simple um but his revolves around stopping one guy he wears number 12. What's up? My three keys to victory this week is one, getting our role players actively involved, getting their confidence down for, you know, our, our playoff push will be huge for us. Um, number two, I would say packages for Taron Johnson on defense because that'll be that'll be something crazy. We got, we got a great defensive back group. Our D-line is awesome. Our linebackers are sick with it. Um, I think we add that, that package with Terrence where he can blitz, cover, you know, be that honey badger for us. Um, I think that would be huge for us in the playoffs also and, and in the future. Uh, number three, the defensive line has showed this all, all year. HBHF, they handling biz and having fun with it, you know. So number three will be having fun. Um, and we put them things together, and I think we'll be cool and uh, for, for this week, and, but even better for our playoff push in a few weeks. Peace. All right, we're back. Stevie's three keys to the game. Uh, you just heard him. I mean, guys, this is a winnable football game on Saturday, and I think it's funny because you're, we're saying a winnable football game in December against the New England Patriots. Um, it's it's pretty pretty darn awesome to um, to have a game like this and to be able to to showcase our, our our team, showcase what we've done all year. And boy, would it be great waking up Sunday. And you have all these national broadcasts for football with CBS, NBC, and Fox, and the Bills are just all over the place. It'd be great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I want to highlight something because you know what? There is some, there is some love going on in this yeah. thread today. Uh, Leroy Mud Dog from the Cold Front Report giving his shirt to Ron Enix. To Ron Enix. Ron Enix. It looks like he had surgery this week. Speedy recovery, my friend. Speedy recovery. Speedy recovery. Uh, yeah. wish, wish you the best. Uh, looking at this, I don't know what happened, but Godspeed. Um, yeah, Leroy just confirmed. Yeah, it's yours. So, everybody's in a Christmas spirit. Oh, uh, he's a <laughs> everybody's so happy that we're in the playoffs. They don't even. 
like, so Ron, send us over your, um, your information. We'll get you a shirt out this week. Um, and hopefully you get it in time for Christmas. Um, I mean, big game on Saturday. I've been saying it for the last hour here. Um, just, just do your thing, play your brand of football that you've been playing for this whole season and go out there and just, just show the world what you're made of. And, and don't, don't just, don't have the turnovers you had week four. If you don't have the turnovers you had week four, you win this football game. In the block punt. In the block punt. In the block punt. Last, that's, two, that's, last, that's two t- last two times we've played them, there's been a block punt. Yep. You know what You know what freaks me out? And we're going to end this edition of the Why So Serious Cop podcast brought to you by 26 Shirts. Um, the one thing that really bums me is look at the look at the New England game and look at the Cleveland game. Cleveland, it was a, a miraculous drive in the fourth quarter, a, a game that Cleveland couldn't get anything going on offense, and they beat us. Another game, first of all, they'd be 7-0 on the road if that was the case, which would be astonishing. Um, New England, block punt. That's two games that were literally right there sitting in your pocket. I'm not even really going to consider the Baltimore game sitting in your pocket. We had a, we came back in that game and right. we, we played well. Right. But that's two games right there. You're sitting at ten and four. You could be twelve and two. If eleven eleven and three, if with, you with, with, with all the marbles on the line going to this game. Right. Oh, yeah. you'd win. You oh, the division would be in hand if that's yeah. the game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's crazy. You would decide. You decide your own fate at that point. I mean, yeah. Could you, could you imagine a first round bye? <sighs> I don't know what this city would be able to do. I think, we're, I think we, I think we need to slow it down. I think we're not ready for it. Yet. We're I not know, ready. This city I, is I not said ready. Earlier, and now I'm like, yeah, first round by. We got this. No, not you know, yet. You know, not it's, yet. Like, it's like not, it's like not running for like 20 years, and you're just gonna go run a 5k. You're just gonna just slow down a little bit there. You know? Yeah, that would, I would not do well in that. Right, uh, but no, let's uh, let's go out there and let's play our brand of football. Uh, I, I. Wanted this end on this note as a somber one. Um, it actually brought me to tears this week. I was watching Ronnie Poncho Billa's widow um, on Facebook this week, and she after the game Sunday night, she recorded the final seconds, and she was crying, and she goes, "This is for you, my love. This is for you, my love." And she turns in the corner, and there's Poncho's urn with uh, a big picture of him behind it. And I think that this season with all the energy that that man poured into this organization and to the players on the field, um, there was just something missing this entire season. But you know that this season that we're having, this miraculous, joyous season that we're having, he's doing something in heaven. He is. And and you know he's watching. Up for them. He, he is shining down in every stadium that the Bills play in this season. And this is the season of Poncho. And I would love – could you imagine a home playoff game and before kickoff, 80,000 fans chanting Viva Los Bills? That would be pretty cool. Chills. It'd be chilling. But we had a lot of work to do to get a home playoff game. But I just wanted to end on that because it kind of made me think about some things um, when I saw that. And um, obviously, uh, Poncho was a fan of the show. We brought Poncho on last year a few times. Um, and – his family's just, they're, they're great people. We wish them nothing but the best. And obviously it's, mm-hmm. it's tough. It's the holidays and, and you don't, and you know, they, the video also came out where the kids were getting the backpacks at, yeah, at that elementary was, school. And I, I lost it at that. 
to see those kids' faces light up yeah. and know that, like, I, I helped pack the backpack. So I knew I, like, to know you had a hand in helping with that and to know that Ezra just orchestrated all this. Yeah. And this is what he wanted. And it's just so amazing to see all the love and the joy that he brought into the world, even after he's gone. Yeah. And it's, it's fitting because... Mm-hmm people that leave this earth and leave this city as fans and supporters of the Buffalo bills, they still go on to have a lasting impact. You look at um, Jonah Javad, who was a sports reporter here at channel two. Now he's at WFAA in Dallas. He has been nothing but supportive of this team and, and Poncho's legacy as people have coined it. And um, it's just, it's, it's, it's great to see, but this is the season of Poncho, and hopefully um, we can get a win for our amigo on Saturday because I know that he wants nothing. He would have wanted nothing more for the Bills to let alone win 10 games, but to beat the Patriots in week, seven, in week 16 with the division on the line. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be one thing that would be great, and uh, it's it's it would be really cool to see the Bills – kind of finish off this season and, and keep that poncho power going. I, I'm telling you, this team's not done. Team's not done. We're ending on a somber note, damn it. But you know what? This team's not done. We're going to beat New England on Saturday. We're going to beat the Jets next Sunday here in Buffalo. And then we're going to go into the playoffs 12-4 and four with nothing to – we're playing with house money at that point, guys. We're playing with house money. Um, I want to end on this. Watch out for the Patriots and their cameras at Bill's practices this week. (laughs) Watch for them. If you're in Orchard Park and you see a weird car with a lot of cameras in the back seat, just be careful. (laughs) Call the police. Call 911 right away and say you found a cheater. (laughs) That's it, guys. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next week, Tuesday, 9 Eastern, right here. Uh, it's the Why So Serious podcast brought to you by 26 Shirts for JT, Ashley, Stevie, Donald. Donald, happy birthday again. Go Bills. Beat the Patriots. Bills Mafia. Let's go. <laughs>